What's up, Buttercup? And Super Vegan Brian. I am recording this time. Oh, good. Take two was a, was a success. That's Yay. good. I have expected You're you to be so like, smart, ah, Brian. damn, we're not recording still. <laughs> uh, but we have all three of us here. Our rare occasions. We're all back together. Oh, my oh. God. Finally. Now, it's good to have all of us back. It's just the three of us today. I'm, I'm really happy. We're, we're going to have a nice couch discussion, the three of us. For me, it's more like a it's more like a chair discussion. I'm on a chair. I'm on a bed. So <laughs> Brian's on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? Yes. <laughs> Before we do anything else, I actually want to take care of some house cleaning, guys. Brian, um, it's your house cleaning. I know. <laughs> I want you to bring in the intro on it. Oh, so we've been talking about Star Trek for the last two weeks. The first time we're talking with. And me and Michael. And the second time we're talking about with me and Anthony. Yes, I know my grammar is awful. We <laughs> missed a few things. We had to combine a few things. And we're probably going to have to do Star Trek Part 3 at one point. But we're not a Star Trek podcast. So we're doing that in the future. So yeah. right now we have to ask Michael, what in the hell is up with dolphins on the Enterprise? Okay. So dolphins on the Enterprise. You don't actually see them. But in the... Uh, books canon and in the official blueprints, there are dolphin tanks that take up two decks of the ship, and there are oceanographers on the ship. You actually meet one of the oceanographers in a season one episode. And then the, the reason why the dolphins are on the ship is because in the 24th century, they've realized that dolphins are, in fact, sentient beings, and they are technically crew members. And they are on ships like the Enterprise uh, to help with experimenting with three-dimensional sonar. Their their three-dimensional sonar because they can uh, their the sonar they use allows them to tell how far something is, how big it is, and uh, basically what it looks like. So they're actually on the ship as sensor assistants uh, because they they scan in three dimensions. So this is actually pretty interesting because that's so cool. This is actually pretty interesting because I was actually explaining to Anthony the plot of Star Trek Four, leaving out some of the details so he actually sees it and enjoys it. But I was telling him that they saved the world by going back in time to get humpback whales. And he was like, that makes no sense. And I'm like, <laughs> it's going to make sense. Trust me. It'll make sense. <laughs> Captain, there'll be whales here. <laughs> yes. I mean, you even still use a sonar. That still doesn't make sense. You could have better scanning technology in the future than a whale's biological scanning sonar. That's not what they got the whales for. That's not what they have the whales for. Okay, I guess. But they needed whales <laughs> to save the whale world, and it does make sense. And I only have one thing to say about Star Trek Four, Michael. What's computer, that? computer. <laughs> I love that scene. Uh, you got to use the mouse, and then he picks it up. Computer. <laughs> oh, I think I've I think I've seen that scene before. Like he's, all, he's um, like all sweet like, about it too. Oh, computer. Like a clip it of that scene. Oh god. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's, it's great. The, the, that movie's chock full of meme material. And then you see the the Scotty hacking scene where he types really fast to make the computer work. Which I'm like the the fuck. <laughs> I oh, love okay. how they show him type like 300 words per minute. Yeah, you're like the hell, and with nine fingers. 
Does Scotty only have nine fingers? Yep. The, the actor only has nine fingers. He lost his. He lost the middle finger on. His, I think it's his right hand in World War Two. Oh, that's. You know what else? Back. He's Canadian. You know what else? He's Scotty dead. doesn't know. <laughs> that Fiona and me do it in my hat, man, man every Sunday. Every Sunday. <laughs> Tells him she's in. She doesn't go. And okay. she's on her knees, and Scotty doesn't Scotty know. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I mean, for the jokes to go that far, <laughs> you can't just say that one line from that song and not expect people to start singing it. It's like one of the most infectious songs in the world. Okay, I have I have a couple other notes for for house cleaning, and then we can move on. I promise. Okay, and this will be real quick. Okay, one, you're right. Uh, Deep Space Nine was completely uh, was completely anti Roddenberry. This was the first show that was actually created after Roddenberry's death, and they were they used. The whole fact that it was a uh, an outpost next to a planet and next to a basically unfederation space to to bring up world war pro- world world problems and also Voyager had tons of intercrew conflicts because the crew was technically made up of two separate crews that had conflicting ideology. Uh, there there was uh, episodes throughout most of the series, not so much at the end, but a lot at the beginning about the Maquis crew members not. Just in the Federation members are the Maquis crew members uh, doing stuff uh, that was technically against Federation protocol and how they had to adjust and learn how to live by the rules, especially in a situation where they had no assistance to fix their screw ups. The reason why huh. Riker changes in season three is because what they called chaos on the bridge ended in season three. They gave the show a direction. And yeah, it was kind of because he grew that bitch and beard His bitch and beard. That's okay. awesome. He kept that beard. Okay, we got like 20 seconds left in house okay. cleaning, so I'm just going to say this. Okay, go ahead. Trivia. Say about data. Tri- oh, no, you're not going to have time to. Oh, I'm going to put it in there. Hurry up. Go. Right. Trivia. In the movie Eurotrip, who played the lead singer of the band that sings Scotty Doesn't Know? Matt Damon. Uh, ah, ha, ha, ha. Okay. And that was his real thing? band. What's your data thing? Okay. Data actually, data is in fact sentient. He wasn't programmed his his uh he wasn't programmed his positronic brain is designed to actually grow and promote self-thought the fact that he uh, knows and understands the to the phrase uh, i am proves that he is self-sentient and self-aware his positronic brain is meant to bring in data compile it store it he just doesn't know how to put it out because uh technically he needs an emotion chip that helps him sort out those things but then it, it fuses yeah. out and kinds of shit okay there that's bullshit. Well, you have to wait till part three to, to yell at me about this. So Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so our topic yeah. today is music. That's but why before, that one was last. <laughs> but before that, but first. But first, we play everybody's favorite game. We're playing What's Nerdy With You. And as always, Anthony, go first. No, it's not sure. It's not always, but okay. Shut up. Uh, my nerdy thing is. Well, I've been doing a lot of work, so I don't have as much time to do the nerdy stuff that I normally would do. But I did do something nerdy last weekend. I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's the crowd cheering people. Do you agree with me on my opinion of it? It was great. Yes, I agree. Not as great as the first one. It, it had its moments where it was a bit slower. So the first one definitely is better than this one. But that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's still a really great movie. You should all see it. Yes. And there are. And I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
have you seen it yet, Michael? No, I'm actually oh. going to try and see it this week because I actually have an extra day off this next week. So I'm going to try yeah. and I'm probably going to see it Thursday. Anthony and I will just say I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Michael, I need you to understand something, okay? Yeah. I need you to understand this. I love okay. you, even though you're ugly. And that makes it really awesome because it means that I truly love you because you're ugly. You know what? When I actually see the movie and I get these, I'm going <laughs> to to your house and beat the fuck out of you. Actually, that part was really sweet. You'll like that. (laughs) Hard to see how that's sweet. (laughs) So, so because we planned this in advance, I know I'm next. Are you done? Are you done, Anthony? Yeah, I am. (laughs) All right, you in the middle. All right, I um I went to Legoland. Yeah, and um I'm just gonna give a quick review on that. The last time I was there was two years ago, and when I was there last time, they said they were going to revamp the Star Wars mini world, and they have not disappointed. They have a full um, diorama of, um, oh God, what's the desert planet from Force Awakens? Jakku. Yeah, they have a full diorama of that. Oh, wow. With the the Star Destroyer shattered in the ground. They also have a full model of... um, the Super Star Destroyer. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh. a full Death Star model for the first time at Legoland. How big is the Death Star? Real quick. Um, oh, God, it was big. <laughs> okay. That, all right. That That's takes helpful. care of it. It was bigger than a giant beach ball? Um, nice. I'd say six feet across. Dang, that is big. Yeah, it was big. It was big, and it was, it was suspended, and it had scale TIE fighters around it. <laughs> they were probably a little bit too big at this scale, the TIE Fighters. Oh, really? But yeah, they, they revamped their Star Wars mini world. There's some new stuff. Like I went, there's a new part that's like primarily for younger girls. So I went there because I was researching theme parks to go with my niece when she visits. And yes, you can borrow my wand. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We're, we're probably not going to Universal. <laughs> you said you were going to go. Well, they're, they're, we have to reschedule the trip. So we're, she's going to be visiting after blackout days. But yeah, Legoland. That was it. Was awesome. Um, took a lot of pictures. Had a lot of fun. Did you take four thousand? What was that? Did you take four thousand photos? No, I didn't bring my camera with me. I just took pictures with my phone. Oh shit! Brian went somewhere without his camera. It happens. I, I, I purposely don't bring it with me sometimes, just because I don't want to like work or be creative. I just want to enjoy what I see and not have to worry about cataloging everything. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, it would be so hard to carry your work around with you, especially me. I'd have to carry around like 10 kids just everywhere I went. Jesus. <laughs> Why? You think so, you got a bed? You know how much raw, you know how much raw meat I'd have to carry on my fucking back? <laughs> oh, so man. Mike, and it's summertime. Oh. <laughs> Dogs would love me. The traveling butcher. I wonder if that's a thing. Uh, I know there are guys that will they they had you have mobile things and it's they're usually the guys that cut up uh, hunt uh, hunters kills. Yeah, yeah, you might get someone who travels around. Yeah, doing that or there's traveling chefs, so maybe you could get someone who's like a traveling butcher who like cuts up kills and will cook it for you. And that's kind of a traveling. And while he's cutting up butcher. the kill, he's doing it like Benihana st- show style. It's like flipping the bone saw, clapping it on the counter. Yeah, it's all like um, they do it like Salt Bay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian is done. Michael, what did you do this week? You got to say it right. I don't know. What, what was he supposed to say? Well, Mike, what's nerdy with you? 
Oh yeah. I'm a chauffeur, like Mike. What's dirty with you? Move oh, on. God damn it! You're on a regular. You're not on a headset. You're on a freaking tablet. You can't yell like that. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. It hurts so bad. Oh, the quality. It makes my ears hurt. What's nerdy with you, Michael? Thank you. Earlier this week, I went to Las Vegas with my beautiful wife. I was on a three-day getaway vacation. And my mine's kind of like a two-parter. The first part is we went and saw the show Kaw. And this is like my main part. The other one's kind of an addendum. We went and show the, the show Kaw by Cirque du Soleil. And it's actually one of their, the best shows I've ever seen. It was amazing. I loved it. And uh, unlike most Cirque du, Cirque du Soleil shows, uh, Ka actually had a pretty straightforward theme and, or story. And I, I followed the story really well. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's happening. And this is happening. And I followed it. And my wife leans over halfway through the, mov- through the movie, through the show. And she goes, what is happening? And I look over and I'm like, you don't know? She goes, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lost. I'm like, just enjoy the acrobatic. She goes, I can't unless I know the story. It's me. It's how I am. I'm like, okay. So I lean over to her real close, and I explain the entire premise of Ka to her while two dudes on a giant cyclotron like jumped over circles. What's a cyclotron? I, it's a word I'm using. It, that's, I know that's not what it was called. But the thing I called a cyclotron was actually this giant A-frame stand with Two sets of rings on it. One are our bars. One bar actually has two circles at each end with people in it running around, making it spin on by there by foot power. And then the bar behind it is actually like a three kind of bar, a three piece bar. And it actually has three circles on it, like basket circles that have guys that run on to make it spin. If you want to know, get a better thought of the three person one. It looks like a fidget spinner. Oh, okay. And the front one is just literally a bar with two two of these like circle baskets on it. And these guys are running. And one guy started running on the outside of him. And he was jump roping as he was running around it on, in circles. Because he has to keep moving or else he falls the hook off. And, that sounds interesting. And the show was that amazing. I loved it. And it's If you've seen... Anybody who watches a lot of fantasy movies and stuff can pick up the storyline really simply. And there was one guy who I, I couldn't understand his part. So I went online and I checked it. And uh, and found out he was like this guy, one guy's son. But that that was basically my main thing. My secondary thing is the our last night there, we decided not to go out, and we just sat down and we watched Big Bang Theory for like two hours and fell asleep. Cool. Time to vote. I vote for myself, of course, because you guys did cool things, but I think mine was the most nerdy. Hmm. You're a terrible person. Yeah, but Brian doesn't care, so it's not even funny anymore. <laughs> All right, Anthony, who do you vote for? Uh, I'll be honest, I'm probably going to have to vote for Brian, too, because, I mean, I've never actually been to Legoland, so I'm going to live vicariously through him. Yeah, it's basically a small children's park, so going to that is a very nerdy thing to do. I do have a small children, so I could go. But I don't. Not creepy. <laughs> I went yeah. with my mom. <laughs> so, so you were the small children. Yes. <laughs> it was funny if he played up the part and he's like pulling on his mom's arm. I want a new Lego set. I want a new Lego set. <laughs> I know she's just like Brian. You're an adult, okay? Stop <laughs> it. You have your own money, but I want you to buy it because you're my mom. <laughs> Actually, the whole story behind that is my mom teaches fifth grade, and I go with their class every couple of years. It's a fun trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right. Uh, wait, Michael. I got to be terrible because I thought my show was really cool. So I'm voting for myself. I win. Yay. 
Brian wins anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We're in electoral college. No, no. He won a popular vote. That uh, is true. Yeah, but because he's popular vote and I'm claiming electoral college, I win. So fuck you. No, Brian so wins. What are we talking about today, Michael? We're talking about music today. And I know we, we kind of talked about music in a, in a topic before, right? I want, I want to say we did. When it's into music. Well, it's in the notorious episode where, well, we did we did two of these. We did the episode that we had terribly bad audio with Daniel Cross. We talked a little bit about music in that episode. And then we had the free form no topic episode with Kersey Smurf Erica, where we one of the things we talked about was music. Yeah. So but this we're dedicating today to the to to the music's. To the oratory wonder, wondrous stuff that is with the guitars and the pianos and the sometimes just the voices. So we're we're talking about music, but we're a nerd topic discussion podcast. How is music something nerdy? Oh, music is completely nerdy because there you can be love like really eclectic styles of music and. And that really makes it nerdy. Or you could be love how the love studying waveform on the music. You can love just uh, love diving into the history of a band or of a style of music. Or you could be Brian and just really like some off the wall shit that it sounds awesome. And then you can also be a music nerd yourself. You could be oh, someone sure. who is obsessively like working passionate about music. I've met yeah. those people before, and yeah. I would definitely call. I would definitely coin them as nerds. Oh, I would too. I would definitely coin them as nerds, and if and I think and like uh, I would classify our our good friend Daniel Cross as one. Yes, he's also a professional musician. So yeah, so he's hardcore nerd. Oh my god, I I I used it as my nerdy thing a while back when I went to his band practice. But I the thing yeah. that I used about my nerdy thing was that they have pinball that his his drummer has yep. pinball games there, which just sounds awesome. I never described band practice. They're all multi instrumentalists. So they'll do a song and then the drummer and the bassist will switch places. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really cool. And thought... sometimes Daniel will grab bass and play bass where the bassist will play guitar and Daniel will sing while playing bass. And then they'll do another song where the drummer will be a different person. The only person who doesn't play drums is Daniel because singing and playing drums is, is a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I describing this? Two bands have done it. Yeah. I've seen it before, but it's your brand's right. It's very hard. But when you're you're saying this, how they're all switching off and everything, I just see them like mid song, like the guitarist and the bass is like taking off their the guitar straps like halfway to the song, and all of a sudden they just throw them in the air, switch, and then change parts like mid song. No, no, that's not what it is. They do it in between. But that's what I see. But that's that's what I see in my head, and I like that. And that is now what they do. I don't care. And like the drummer, like back, and the drummer, like front flips over the drums and the bass is like no. backflips onto the drums and he starts playing and the, and the bass falls out of the air into the drummer's hands and he starts playing the bass. That's a really bad idea. Related note. I'm going to um, the drummer's birthday party and <laughs> they're, they're doing a pinball tournament. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be cool. fun. Is pinball wizard going to be playing in the background? You know what? I don't know, Michael, that would be a very nerdy thing. You should suggest um, it. <laughs> well, the um, the his band members are all kind of geeky in their own way. So especially the guy with the pinball games. So, yeah, um, maybe. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Uh, and if they do it, you you have to record it somehow. I don't care how you do it because I need to see this or hear it. So we have a few discussion topics planned. Why don't you start us off with the first one, Michael? Okay, so our first one is that we kind of want to know about is, like what is our history with music? Like uh, when did you guys start listening to music? Uh, how did it like? What was your exposure and like why did you like? tune into it kind of thing you know uh, like what was what was your first experience with it brian uh you mean anthony nope brian you're changing the round robin order nope yeah you, um, you're, you're changing the round robin order because <laughs> oh, i looked at notes <laughs> anthony <laughs> yeah well i have a feeling my answer is like everybody's answer my music i started listening to music probably when i was like a baby i think most people start listening to music around that time but i remember when i was really young my family always listened well mostly it was my mom and my grandma they always listened to country music and I, I i did not like country music at all i still don't like country music probably because of that and my stepdad kind of came around and he started to introduce me to the kind of music he listened to which during this time you know was like a lot of like 80 like 90s grunge kind of stuff so i got really into like nirvana system of a down corn all those all those good classic you know 90s just rock and metal bands kind of things uh, and yeah. as some of you out there may know, I still really listen to the metal a lot. I like it. You know, you know, interesting fact. Did you know that if the lead singer to Foo Fighters cut his hair, he'd look a lot like the drummer from Nirvana? What? What? <laughs> that's not a, even a fact. That's an that's, opinion. That, no, no, no. That's so funny, Anthony. That is so funny. That you're not. Oh shit! This. Oh, that's right. I get it. I get it now. I get it now. Oh, I get it because yeah, he be he went and joined the Foo Fighters. Oh, I'm such an idiot. How did I forget that? Dave Grohl was the drummer for Nirvana. There's uh, another band that did that. Stone uh, Sour, uh, the singer of Stone Sour, is the drummer from Slipknot. Isn't Stone Sour a side project? I think so. Yeah, yeah they're, they're still a band though. But I think Slipknot's still a band too. Yes. And he yeah, was in Slipknot first. Dave Grohl is the drummer for um, Queens of the Stone Age. Sometimes I heard he, yeah, I heard he is like a part-time drummer for them. I don't know what you call it when a band has different members all the time. An ensemble? I don't know either. I just made yeah. it. Up. Yeah, like Death Clock. What was that? Like Death Clock. I yeah. thought Death Clock <laughs> has the same members all the time. Oh, no, Death Clock has. Okay, the actual physical people is two guys that do all the stuff. But during live concerts, obviously, two people can't do everything. So they go out and hire nearby talent in the city that they're in, that they're going to be touring in. How the hell can you get somebody to do Squig Elf's parts? The guy who created the whole thing is a really good guitarist. Yeah, he does <laughs> that stuff. He just, they just hire out like the other band members that... I love Squig's Garden. So, Brian, what about you? What's your history with music? Well, starting off, well, I'm a little bit older than you guys. Oh, surprising. Um, so my first intro to music was Queen. Oh, I love Queen. Oh, I love Queen. Um, my first memory of like enjoying a song was being at the beach and listening to Another One that Bites the Dust on the radio. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Another yeah, one that's, gone, that's enough another of that one before gone. we get in trouble. <laughs> Um, as we sang like three verses yes fucking scotty doesn't know we you know i think we're okay <laughs> let's see 
Um, It's just Matt Damon. She says that she's in church, but she doesn't go. (laughs) (laughs) Scotty doesn't know. Oh, Scotty Uh, doesn't know. Sorry. Oh, my God. We should sing the whole song, but break it up throughout the episode. Would that break fair use? I don't know. We would have to be like breaking it down. You know, you know what I have to say, though? There is one way we can get away with it. Just don't tell Scotty. Uh, just don't tell Scotty. Yep, good idea. Because <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> okay, back up. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so I have this broken down into 80s, 90s, and 2000s. In the 80s, the bands I listened to the most were Queen, Michael Jackson, and the Beach Boys. Michael Jackson? <laughs> I, like, I, I like Michael Jackson. You got, when you said that, it got Fatboy Slim going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> That is also a relative topic. (laughs) And then the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys were like my absolute favorite band. I had the album. I think I got a Beach Boys album for my birthday once. And these were cassettes. Oh, wow. And I had my first Michael Jackson album was bad. Oh, I knew that was coming. (laughs) The name of the album was bad. What was wrong with the name of the album? It was written in graffiti and it was hard to read. <laughs> I, I know. I know. It's actually the, the title is literally bad. I think uh, everyone knows, Michael. Thanks, know. Michael, for explaining the joke. <laughs> you know what? No. That, actually, that's pretty good because my thing is explaining the joke. It, Michael's joke <laughs> is repeating the joke entirely. So, <laughs> so he's evolving. I if only did if he one. starts taking the joke two steps far and making it horribly dirty, then he's picking up from you, Anthony. Yep. <laughs> so, Michael. Hey, hey, Michael. What? Do you know who we used to work with that's a big Beach Boys fan? Who? Uh, Carlos. No fucking way. Really? Huge fucking Beach Boys fan. Oh, my God. He's obsessed. Oh Carlos. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would never call it. No way. Uh, I knew I yeah. liked him. You know, I didn't derail you guys when you were doing yours. shut up brian we're having a moment (laughs) okay so in the 90s (laughs) uh, my biggest influences were guns and roses tool and nine inch nails guns and roses was my first foray into non-wholesome music yeah it was the first time i ever heard the word fuck used in a song oh wow yeah That's where the corruption started. Tool and Nine Inch Nails, I got introduced to them by listening to the albums while playing D&D. Oh, nice. That sounds like an acid trip. With, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, with Tool, it was Undertow. Ooh. The album Undertow. And with, um, because Automa hadn't even come out yet. And Nine Inch Nails, it was Downward Spiral. Damn, those are good. Those are really good. And then in the late 90s, to well, actually... Late 90s, I think it was like Marilyn Manson and stuff like that. I really like I really like Marilyn Manson. I used to listen to Antichrist Superstar over and over again. I think it's a well-crafted album. And in the 2000s, I started my music taste sort of evolved into what it is now where it got real eclectic. That's where I was introduced to System of a Down when I started obsessively listening to Tool, when I was introduced to Fatboy Slim, as mentioned earlier. And I started listening to electronic music like Chemical Brothers, Crystal Method. And it has just gone from there to the point where I think I sp- I, I was I was driving yesterday and I was listening to um, jo- uh, to um, Tommy Cash, an Estonian rapper. What? Oh, he's great. I like him. He has weird and- videos. 
And for all the listeners out there, if you ever happen to be in Brian's car, I don't know how that would happen, but if you ever happen to be in Brian's car and listen to System of a Down, he will sing it to you. Oh, yeah. Carpool Karaoke with Brian. Yep. Yeah. Anthony got to experience that. If we were doing the podcast at that time, we both would have won What's Nerdy with you that week. (laughs) (laughs) You're James Gordon Gordon before you. James Gordon. Oh, no. I've always done Carpool Karaoke. Like System of a Down was my driving jam. I loved singing System of a Down. I learned how to sing singing System of a Down. System of a Down is awesome. Yeah. I love love that. Um, So... Yeah, I, I was introduced to music really early, and then just music has been a part of my life ever since. I guess that could have been my entire like thing, and it wouldn't have gone on forever. Awesome. Indeed. Good, sir. So whose turn is it now? It's Michael's turn. Just waiting for somebody to say something to me. We did. No, you didn't. So Shut the fuck up, talking. Michael. Tell us your story. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear, oh, what about you first? Oh, my God, Michael. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Tell us your story. I would love to, but I'm supposed to be shutting the fuck up. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Michael, tell us your fucking story. (laughs) Now, who's the bitches? Well, actually, no. uh, Like like you guys, you know, most people, I start off very, very young. I my first some of my first memories are walking into my parents living room and my dad having music just sex with your mom. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> As having and having music blaring. And it was like I, I grew up listening to a lot of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Aerosmith, ACDC, and of course, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Like, that's like the one I remembered the best. And it was because of my dad. And then being around my mom's mom, my nan. She played a lot of country music and she sang a lot of country music. Um, I didn't find out till after she passed away that she had actually been offered a record deal uh, when she was trying to move out here from Arkansas with uh, my two with my mom's older siblings. And she turned it down because she wanted to raise her kids. Literally, she was like, nope, I have kids to raise. I'm not I, I don't have time for all that. I got to go. So listening to so that's actually one reason why I still like country music and I still listen to a lot of it is because of my nan. She she actually put a, a love for it in me by singing it to me. Well, that's so sweet. Yeah, I've got more of an appreciation nice. for country than I used to have. I used to just turn it off right away. And I've by going to karaoke so much, I've heard crap tons of country. So I appreciate it a lot more than I used to. Yeah. And I've always appreciated it because it, it, to me, it's a really it, country music is a, f- a form of storytelling that I really like. And so those are like ones. And then my best friend, Dwayne, he actually introduced me to the Chemical Brothers. And at first I was like, what the hell is this? And then he made me listen to the whole first album and I ended up falling in love with it. Oh, that first album is great. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me now, though. I, I got introduced to the Chemical Brothers when um, Comedy Central used to do the the animated talking Bill Clinton on the commercials, and they did one with him jamming to the Chemical Brothers, and I was like, that sounds I, cool. I want to check out who they are. I've seen that one. Like I don't, I don't know if I saw it like on a YouTube, like, these used to be commercials thing, or if I actually saw it on TV, but I remember it. He also introduced me to Bad Religion. They, they were my first like punk-style band. Do you like Black Flag? Yeah. I don't know if I've heard Black Flag. I think you would really like Black Flag. You uh, would, Michael. I'll find yeah. Black Flag. I'll look at it. I'll look at it. But yeah, because the thing is, I 
the reason why I, I liked Bad Religion was because it had such an upbeat rock tune that as I'm playing Command and Conquer and killing all the other armies, I have it blaring on my best friend's computer. <laughs> so I'm killing all kinds of people with Tesla coil troopers while listening to Los Angeles is Burning. Nice. No, it was very good. That sounds entertaining. So, but yeah, like I grew up with like bands like Aerosmith and stuff. So, so a lot of like the like good, a lot of rock actually, like a lot of rock, a little bit of blues because of Stevie Ray Vaughan. And my, my, I don't, I've I've gone into my family was never really metal, but I, I've kind of gone into metal as I've gotten older because I've I've met, ran into people that like metal. You know, like this one guy named Anthony. I know total metalhead. Yeah. Yep. I am. I actually listened to a uh, a song from Ghost. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember putting my headphones on, listening to it, taking them off, and going, I have to read my Bible. I just want to let you know, the other day, I was driving with your wife and our two kids, and we listened to Ghost in the Car. So I may have accidentally introduced your daughter to satanic music. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I can't wait to see you coming out in the, in the liquid paper white skin makeup. <laughs> well, at, at least she didn't play... Um... The naked Dutch ba- painter is in the bedroom, and she does not want to fuck you. Oh my! What the fuck? Or or the song you shared us, Brian? <laughs> Big Dick was it? Oh the oh god the what's the name of that band? Yeah, that's a weird freaking song. The, the Big Little Band. Yeah the the oh, that god. Russian that Russian rave group. Oh my god, that song oh, was god. amazing. With this. So that's pretty much our, our histories of music there in a nutshell. What we were started off with, who introduced us. But I, I like when it comes to, to music or anything, like how do you guys really like listen to like what's like what's your listen time? Do you like set aside dedicated time for it or do you use it as background for other activities? Or is it just like a or did it has it become just a something for what for your drive, Brian? Anthony, I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no judging. So I'm very weird in that, like, I don't actually sit around just listening to music. I know a lot of people are probably, like, sitting there going, what the hell is wrong with you? I always listen to music when I'm doing other things. So, like, if I'm driving, obviously, I'm listening to music. And I'm one of those really obnoxious people that roll my windows down turn my music really loud because I want everybody to hear what I'm listening to. I do that when I get off late shifts. (laughs) And, uh, obviously, like, if I'm at home doing chores, like, the dishes or cooking, I'll listen to music. That's generally when I listen to music. That's it? Yeah, that's kind of about it, actually. What about your speed walk? Do you, <laughs> know, do you so, speed walk? You should listen to music and speed walk. Like if I'm walking to the grocery store, yeah. Basically, to really simplify it, if I'm doing something else that allows me to listen to music, I'm listening to music. Do you sing along? Do you dance? In the car, I do. Yeah. Are you, I are totally you one sing of those, along in the car. Do you ever like sit there and be like, air guitar, yeah. Uh, no, because you should keep your hands on the wheels. That's safety driving, people. Ah, that was a, that was a, that was a question to make sure you're being safe, especially when your son is in the vehicle. <laughs> but I'll drum on the steering wheel. That's dangerous. No, it's not. It's fine. Your hands are still on the steering wheel. You could deploy the airbag. Oh my God! No, you can't. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> it's oh Michael, my God! That would be the best. Would you, just Michael, I love you, even though you're ugly. You know, no, Michael, you. Michael, you it's like it's like you're provoking me to do it. I'm wondering, do you get a little hard every time I say it? <laughs> no, but it's funny. <laughs> he does. Get hard. I, I see he's getting aroused every time I, I tell him to yeah. shut the fuck up. 
No, 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 no. We all know for it now at this point. It just makes me laugh because you know I'm not going to. (laughs) (laughs) That was so quick. That was a quick answer from from me. Brian, what about you? Michael's audio is cut off for the rest of the podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I have a long list as you. Um, Shocker. Okay, so this one is combined together. It's just exercise. Riding my bike. I ride my bike a lot. I, I love listening to music. My favorite things to listen to when riding my bike are Lords of Acid. I love Lords of Acid for riding. That's just a great one. Um, the um, Rob Zombie some songs, because I use Rob Zombie for different things. Um, Marilyn Manson is really great for riding. For the gym, I like more electronic stuff. So I'm a little different between the bike and the gym. If I'm doing cardio, I like more electronic stuff. Uh, justice is one of my big choices for that. If I'm doing weights, I like things with vocals. Um, not necessarily hard, um, like Everclear. I like Everclear when I'm doing weight workouts. It's bouncy and upbeat. The other, um, my other big use of music is when I work on my photography. Um, my go-to bands are usually Corn. I really like Corn when I'm working on art. It's nice and angsty. Death Cab for Cutie is another big choice for art. Hmm. Yeah, uh, like. Not necessarily depressing stuff, but um, sometimes I'll listen to like high art music while working on photography, uh, like uh, Madisiao. You all heard of Madisiao? No. No, I actually haven't. He's a rabbi that does reggae. I saw him live at Coachella. What? Yeah, he's really cool. He does beatboxing, too. That's so interesting. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um. You know, someone's going to correct me on it. I don't know if he's a rabbi. He might just be an Hasidic Jew. I probably, yeah, that's probably just, I'll, I'll look it up and then I'll, I'll, I'll fix it. I'm, I'm going to say he's an Hasidic Jew that does reggae and then edit that's it racist. back together later. Yeah. Maybe I'll just leave it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> another, another big thing I do is karaoke. I've talked about that on the podcast before. Um, just top three that I usually do are, um, Radiohead Creep, like go-to karaoke song. Um, Tool, Sober, um, System of a Down, Sugar, and Toxicity. Oh, and I do uh, 500 Miles by the Proclaimers. I really like singing that. It's one of my favorite songs. I really need to do some karaoke with you, Brian. I've seen him do it. He's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. I turn into a little miniature rock star. I'm not car karaoke. I mean actual karaoke. Yeah, we know. Yeah, karaoke's fun with me. I like karaoke. Oh, you know who's really cool at karaoke is Rusty. Rusty Nail. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, he was really awesome. I wish I could remember what song he did, but he did one of those songs where it's sort of, it's really cool if you do voices, and he did the voices. He was amazing. I I need to get find that out from from Erica and see what, remember what song he did, because it was so cool. And then um, I sometimes just put music on and dance. I'll like dance, get a little exercise or just move with the music. I really like doing that. Um, and um, I like to juggle to music um, every once in a while. I'll just I'll be having a bad day or something and I'll just put something on usually um, gold frop and juggle for a while. Has your mom ever accused you of being on drugs? <laughs> well, everyone, the baby's awake. So I'm going to go check up on him. All right. That's a, OK. So, Michael, that's a that's an interesting question. So. Is are you asking me that because I just went through a list really fast? No, no, no. Because you said you 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 sit there and juggle, 
like in your room. Like I don't know. I like I have this image of you just standing in the middle of your room, got some music blaring, and you're just juggling for no reason in the middle of the room. And like your mom opens the door and she's like, "Honey, we have to have a talk." No, I've been caught dancing or air guitaring before, and that's kind of funny. When my when I was a when I was in high school, my mom would catch me doing that, and she'd be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah. My mom did that too. I mean, but that's kind of a normal thing. Like you. Well, I, I, I technically, I juggle. I juggle. I practice juggling. It's a technical thing. It's a sport. And well, I'm not. I'm put not music on and I practice juggling. my juggling. I'm not bashing you for juggling. I actually think juggling is really cool because I can't do it. Oh, that's why you're like talking down to me for doing weird stuff. Okay, cool. Because you can't juggle. Well, no, it's not really. It, it was just, it was an honest question. It wasn't a talk down question. It's just it, it seemed odd, you know. You know, I juggle in my room when I'm having a bad day and stuff. It just it seemed a little odd, but I under, I can understand it. It's fine. Everybody does their own thing. Some people murder cats. Some people like to write it down. Some people juggle. It's you know it's their yeah. thing. It's their process. What about juggling? Michael's being weird. Oh, okay. Can I make it weirder? Yeah. Juggling these nuts. Oh my god. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Anthony. <laughs> oh, my God. That was good. <laughs> Michael, what do you do when you listen to music? Uh, I can't say it on this podcast. Why? 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 You can talk <laughs> about that you have sex with your wife when you're listening to music. There's very, a couple of very specific songs that we like. <laughs> do you no. do I want to fuck you like an animal? Please say you do. Oh, my God. That's the best song to fuck to. <laughs> No, no, you you listen to um, the entire collection of TLC. No, it's uh, <laughs> Push It by Salt and Pepper. What's the real answer? Because unless that really is it. No, no, it, it's uh, Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry. And the other one? I can't remember what it is now. Because <laughs> was, Buck Cherry was the last one we listened to. Oh, I'm going to play that so loud when I drive up to your house today. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I am so impressed that you shared that on the podcast. So we will we will get past it. What else do you do when you listen to music? Oh well, actually, I, I like I listen to it a lot uh, when I'm driving. I, I have very I, I keep uh, a decent collection of music in my car for when I get off work and stuff. Because music when I'm driving home, even though I have a short drive home from work, it is a big decompression. For me. Yeah, I, I keep. I keep stuff in it in my car, like uh, Nightwish, Dragon Force, A Day to Remember, the Seeger Sessions with Bruce Springsteen, which has some amazing, amazing music to it. Dragon Force, I remember liking them a lot. I still kind of like them. Every time they're on, I'm like, this is a really cool band, but I've never listened to them. I've never I, like that's never been one of my go to bands. They became a go to band for me just because the the speed the the speed of the guitar. And how much drum is actually in it, it, it really just helps me decompress. Like, because I start focusing on which ones, the, like, where's the guitar ending, where's the drum coming in. And a lot of the vocals are, like, the, the actual songs themselves are actually really neat. Have you ever listened to Soulfly? No. I think you would like them. I'll look them up. Br- Brazilian metal. I'm going to look them up. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, but I, uh, when I'm at work, because like I also listen to a decent amount of podcasts, so music's not everything. Like I use, like if I don't have any new podcasts and I'm doing a closing shift at work, I will listen to. I'll listen to music when I'm on the treadmill. I will usually listen to music. 
Uh, I actually turn my music off when I'm doing weights because it, it actually distracts me. What does it distract you from? Lifting weights? Uh, I don't know. It's just it distracts from counting. Yeah. Yeah. I have to turn my music off sometimes, too. It distracts yeah, I, from counting. Yeah, I, I keep it. I keep it off for, for when I'm doing weights because the counts, I, I will mess up and realize I said five, four times and not in a one, two, three, four, five manner. You also have to like be real present of mind when lifting weights. Lifting weights requires your entire mind. So sometimes listening to music is not the best thing to do. Yeah, hmm. it can, pull, it can pull you right out of it. And, you know, when I'm and when I'm cleaning house and stuff, I will put on I'll put on music, too. Uh Country music is usually my go-to when I'm doing cleaning. I don't know. It's just it's. I think I think it's a, a memory for going back to childhood and stuff. Because usually when the house was being cleaned or somebody was or if somebody was making something, they would have country music on. So it's like a. Do you know what happens when you play a country song backwards? Guy gets his truck, his dog. You get and your wife back. back. You get your truck back. You get your kids back. You get your dog back. Uh, you summon the spirit of Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I admit, okay, I don't like country, but I do really like Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash back in the day was considered rock and roll. You know, I know, there's, but there's an old school like country that's just like Johnny Cash, and there's a there's other musicians that are like that, and they're all really good. Oh yeah, yeah, I do, I do like Johnny Cash. He he's got a really good voice, and I do. I love- Sausage is amazing. He he was an amazing person inside and out of of the music scene. Like as a person, he was a really good dude. Had a lot. He had issues. He was actually he had a lot of issues. There's not that's not to to be put under the rug. And he admitted it. And he said that he he did these things, and a lot of it he wasn't proud of, and a lot of it was just part of him growing in life. And but he was actually a pretty good guy. He was he was high a lot. <laughs> But they all were at that time. Well, yeah. Well, also, you got to remember, a lot of people that were in the rock and roll scene when he was young weren't doing drugs to experiment or to just get high. They were doing drugs so they could stay awake to get from one venue to the next. Because yeah. they first got started, they were driving themselves to these shows. Yeah, and they were totally driving through the night. Terrible. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were driving through the night, so they were doing speed and Black Mariahs and all that just so they would stay awake to get to the next show without killing everybody in the car um do you ever see the johnny cash movie yes i actually love that movie i um, um, was there um, go ahead people talking i think it was uh, like you know like the people add like commentary to it yeah and uh, apparently johnny cash when he was asked when he was still alive they asked and they're like who would you say is the bad guy in your movie and he said it would probably be me yeah he, he he totally said if if he had to put a villain in his life if there was a villain in his life it would have been him he, because he ruined a, he he strip said I ruined a lot of the good things in my life on, just by being around. But uh, uh, the move, the one thing is the in the movie real quick is that they have him pass out on stage in the movie. He never actually passed out on stage. The director used it to emphasize how bad his problem was actually getting. It sounds like we actually use it to we use music, sorry rather to get to to, to help get through like things during our day uh, to calm down, decompress, uh, to make time pass in, in some way. But, you know, what would you guys say it was like, like the nerdiest music? Like what's the, what would be like the nerdiest genre of music to you guys? Um, I, I want to know Anthony's, uh, Anthony's uh, take on this. Anthony, what would you think would be like the nerdiest? Okay. Of 
Okay, I have a feeling me and Brian are going to get into an argument about this. Be great. I put a lot of thought into this, and I really do think metal is the nerdiest type of music. And not just because I'm a huge fan, but because what other bands have you ever heard of that are like, let's make a Norse mythology-themed band? Or, hey, you know, you know what I really like? I really like Lord of the Rings. Me too, guys. You want to make a Lord of the Rings metal band? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and then it's just like everything... It has all of these different genres, and some of them are just super nerdy, and you can imagine them in, like, all the nerdiest of situations. And it's just the classic, just soundtrack that you imagine the old-school 80s D&D nerds listening to was, like, the old classic metal. That's the, that is the stereotype, at least. All right, Michael, I want to win this argument, so you go next, and then I'll go. What is your nerdiest type of music? I'm I'm really close to agreeing with Anthony because that is pretty nerdy. But I personally think like uh, EDM or or full out DJ uh, rave, like then both of those like subgenres of the same thing basically. To me, those strike me as really nerdy because I mean, if you look, if you go straight to like rave DJs when they're doing music, their dress is somewhat nerdy in, in a lot of cases. Plus, they're like, I'm gonna go find random noises online or record them myself and then try and figure out how to make people dance to it. I mean, hell with like dubstep. What is it? Um, Skrillex use clips from YouTube videos. Hi, Aiden. Yep. Hi, Aiden. Yeah. One of, one of his sets is nothing but YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. This is very accurate. actually. Oh, and and it's like, I'm making the music dance with it. And you gotta be high to enjoy it. That's not true. That's just a, that's just a dig, but because I, 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 some EDM or, or straight like Skrillex and stuff, I really like. For me, the nerdiest genre of music is nerdcore. I win. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. You pick the one specific genre that's meant to be specifically nerdy. I've never and heard of nerdcore. Look up um, DJ Chris, DJ Front a lot, and um, any of the other ones that I can't remember off the top of my head. But those are the two. Those are two really big ones. Yeah, they're kind of like a like a hip hoppy kind of sound that's focused entirely around nerdy culture. Like they're literally just singing yeah. about nerd culture. All right, I'll give a more general genre. Um, I think hip hop is the nerdiest type of music because um, it's probably the most intricate form of music that requires the most math when it comes to planning out rhymes and a beat mentality. And most people who are into hip hop are poets and poetry mm-hmm. club is the nerdiest thing in school. Fun little fact about me. When I was in junior high, I would go through a stage where I was really, really into rap and hip hop, like really into it. Like really? I listened to a really? lot of like, I listened to a bunch of Eminem, Snoop Dogg, um, 50 cent, <laughs> Biggie, uh, Biggie Smalls. Damn. Yeah. I used to have like sagging pants. Yeah. I used to sag my pants. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, like that sounds so foreign and alien to me because I, I know you now. When you're like, this song is a, this this band's a metal band that sings about Satan. So instead of the wrap up today, why don't we all give up talking about um, what's going on with us and what we have coming up, and just list some of our favorite groups? Is that okay with you guys? Sounds good to me. Sure. And then I'll do the contact info, and then we'll. We'll close out. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Brian? Brian? Yeah. Can I go first? Yes. So just some of our favorite groups. Let me uh, bring out my list here. 
got my glasses on. Uh, but no, I really like some of my favorite like bands, like what are like band bands are uh, Nightwish, Dragon Force, Blind Guardian, Sonata Arctica, which I actually need to find the album I got from them. Like I, I lost it two years ago. Children of Bodom. That's actually another band my friend Dwayne introduced me to. Uh, which he still has my CD, and he's in my house. I need to go beat the hell out of him. Era, what does Aerosmith. The hell out of him have to do with getting your CD back? Because I'm not going to get it back unless I beat the hell out of him. Okay. So, right? I, it's you don't kinky. understand our friendship. Yeah, it's pretty kinky, Michael. <laughs> really open things up about you and Dwayne. <laughs> Trust me, it's all for me. Anyway, but uh, like uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble. That's actually one band that I am completely just. I love like see Rivon the heartbreakers. They have some of the best music I've, I've seen. I've heard, uh, I wish he was actually still around. So Brian, what are some of your favorite groups? You know, I think I mentioned most of them already. Um, tool and system of down, but I did want to mention, um, Sepultra. I really like them. Uh, they're connected to Soulfly. I don't know exactly how. I think they have the same singer. I really like to rock out to them sometimes. I listen to a lot of weird stuff lately, like um, that band, that Russian rave group I was mentioning earlier is Little Big. Um, and a lot of that has to do with music videos. They have some weird music videos, and it's gotten me into their music. Same thing with Tommy Cash. God, I mentioned everything already, didn't I? Chemical Brothers, Crystal Method, Daft Punk. Daft Punk, I really like Daft Punk. Oh, I Not can't believe it. Oh, Daft Punk is awesome. I can't not believe it didn't mention I love Daft Punk. Yeah, not the new stuff as much. Um, another thing that I do with music is I go to concerts. And in June, I'm going to go see Tool. Ooh. Yeah, I got a ticket. And you I think tickets ticket? are still available, by the way. Really? Yeah, this is not a Tool show that sold out right away. Yeah, San Bernardino, uh, June 24th. Wow. How yeah. Much you, like, how much are the tickets running? Um, the lawn tickets are 62 after everything. So it's not bad. That's actually not bad. Yeah, it was like 39 before fees, and it became 62. I This will be my third time seeing them. Um, a lot of the bands that have become my favorite bands over the years are bands I saw at concerts. So like um, Eagles of Death Metal, I saw them while strung out on E at Coachella. <laughs> That's an you did E? Story. Not on purpose. <laughs> oh, you've told me this story. Oh, it's immediately not on purpose. Um, yeah, that was also the same day I got roped into the Naked Circus. Um, I really like Depeche Mode because I grew up with Depeche Mode. My aunt used to play Depeche Mode in a car. Um, they might be giants. The classic stuff is some of my favorite stuff of all time. Um, oh, man. Hey, remember the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Not really. Uh, yeah, you guys were little. I was little. You weren't born. I was born in I was 88. Born in 89. Yeah. That's fantastic. Let me get I Dwayne in here. He was born in 90. Yeah. I I, I think it's so cool that I'm the only... Uh, I, was, I was looking into the whole millennial thing, and I found out that I'm an in-between generation person. Really? Yeah. I'm like half, half Gen X, half Gen Y. And you're all Lars. Because I was developing in both generations. It's huh. kind of wild. Where you guys probably don't really remember not having internet. Actually, no, that's I not do. at all. No, um, I, I, I really do remember it. So, so, like, a lot of my friends around me had computers, but we were so poor, we couldn't afford a computer. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I'm sorry, I didn't even think of that. So, like... <laughs> we was the poor. So, now I want to list my favorite music because we're skipping me, and that makes me sad. We're not skipping you, I was going to ask you. Oh, okay. 
We're not skipping you. Um, Michael just changed the order. But I guess I'll list some of my favorite metal bands then. Obviously, everyone knows I like Ghost. But I also really like those. I really like the the classic metal bands a lot. Like uh, Iron Maiden. Oh, speaking of Ghost and Iron Maiden, what a coincidence. Wink, wink. I get to see them in July because they're doing a concert together. I'm the only one that doesn't have a concert coming up. I think you're the only one of us who hasn't seen Iron Maiden live. Yeah, I am. Anthony's gonna. Have you seen him before? Me? No. Yeah, I saw them. They were great. They got to see oh. Shannon Osbourne come out on stage and badmouth them before they came out. That was pretty funny. So awesome. Nice. Of course, I also like, you know, um, Black Sabbath. I don't know if I like Ozzy or Dio more, though. That's a hard one. That's so funny. Um, it's like you're it's like you're saying the show the you're saying the list of bands that played in order at the Ozfest I went to. You're like <laughs> Iron Maiden and then Black Sabbath <laughs> and then Ozzy. <laughs> I get death Slayer. I also listen to the occasional death metal, but not as much as I used to. And I don't like a lot of the same bands that I used to. Um, like I do really like Behemoth. They're another satanic band. There's there's a pattern to people. Uh, Niall, if you've ever heard of them, they're pretty cool. What's your favorite Megadeth album? Fuck. System of a, uh, fuck. That's a hard one. With me, it's the one I was introduced to. I used to have the cassette of Rust in Peace and I wore it out. Rust in Peace is good, but I'm not sure if that's my favorite. Um, hmm. Symphony of Destruction? I know that's a song, but I'm trying to remember if that's the name of one of their albums. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Yes, it is. Ha ha. That's probably it, honestly. I do I do like Symphony of Destruction. I, I, I like the music video when it was on. I, I I loved MTV when it actually had videos on it. Back when they did music, it was great. Yeah. But then we have YouTube and they don't have to anymore. Yeah. I'll just spend hours on the Vivo channel on YouTube sometimes. I find myself getting lost in that channel. And then, well, I listen to more than just metal, though. I do. I also like... I think I mentioned this before. I also like electro swing. It's a, it's like a swing music mixed with electric like EDM. It's actually really you enjoyable. You mentioned that before, yeah. Yeah. You know, really, you know what's really really, cool really interesting sound. You know what's really cool is chipcore. It's it's um hardcore using um MIDI like Nintendo music. Mm. Mm. It's pretty cool. I yeah, check that out. Okay, so Brian, you, you listen to the Nerdist, right? Yeah. Okay, I have a question. What? style of music would his opening theme song be classified as chip step maybe all right because i was thinking that but i also heard of like called like polyphonic rock and stuff like that so. it could be it could be because that's the kind of thing you'd hear before polyphonic rock song so but like because i really like that and i want to try and find more music like that and like, he said who made it for him and i can't remember who now and and here's the genre of music that you guys will be like, wait, you listen to that, Mr. Heavy Metal, rock, like Imagine Dragons and Mumford and Sons and One Republic. That doesn't bother me. That's good music. No, that's they're really good music. That makes sense. No, what I, I think it would trip me out is if you're like, I really, really like fast rap or something. I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be disappointed in you. I like fast so, rap. Like I do like Eminem. I do think Eminem is really good. Yeah. I didn't mention, I, I mean, I didn't really mention any hip-hop bands in my favorite music, but I listened to some hip-hop. I, I got into it kind of recently, and Nerdcore had a lot to do with that, because it made me more interested in rap and actually showed me that not all rap is bad, and there's some good stuff. You should check out the Gorillaz' new album. I wouldn't call them a rap group. I'd call them, progre- I'd call them a progressive electronic group. 
Uh, no, listen to the new album. I promise you, it's way more hip hop than their. I mean, they have a lot of rap and hip hop. They're they're mixed genre for sure. Have you ever listened to Blur? No. Um, Blur is the same lead singer as Gorillaz. No, interesting. Yeah, and it's equally experimental because Blur does the song "Song 2, which is just the it's the woohoo song. Oh, okay. Woohoo! Yeah, that one. Yeah. If you, I know we've talked about Starship Troopers on this podcast, and that was the song that played during the during the tr- the commercial for it. I hear background music coming from Michael's microphone. No, you don't, Michael. So yeah, no, you don't. yeah, and I do listen to the EDM too. So I like some of that stuff. Um, it's kind of about it. The EDM. The EDM. Um, the beep, beep, boop 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 beep beeps. I it, it's funny. I'd say like, in this episode, I'm trying to narrow it down. And I really listen to every genre. And then there's some genres that there's a lot of stuff I don't like. Like metal, I listen to a lot of metal, but there's a lot of metal I don't like. Uh, and there's weird things. Like, I don't know why, but I don't like Pantera. I'm, um, actually, not, I'm actually not crazy about with, Pantera. I don't know. I, I just don't really like Pantera. It, it's also like I hate the Eagles, and I've never been able to tell anybody why I hate the Eagles. What the fuck? You can't hate the Eagles. It's the Eagles. Yeah, I know. I'll get kicked out yeah. of a cab. What? Wait, what? What? Get kicked out of a cab for hating the Eagles. Big Big Lebowski. Oh, I totally missed that. <laughs> Make you turn that off. Get the fuck out. Uh, it, it that that scene made me so happy because I'd never heard anyone else say they hated the Eagles before, fuck especially Eagles Hotel California. <laughs> That's okay. That song gets played a lot. Go 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 go. Oh, yep. He's telling us about his favorite music. I don't care what anybody says. I love Aiden. Does he listen to the Wiggles? No. Because I love the Wiggles. To. They're awesome. He listens to what I listen to. So when we're driving in the car, it's a lot of heavy metal. That's what my son listens to. Because <laughs> I, I, I really like ska. So some of the Wiggles stuff I really like. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, they are ska bands. They are. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's too funny. Everybody, welcome to the to our class. Aiden, Aiden. Could you tell us about some of the things you like to do? I love music. What kind of music do you like? Ghosts. Spazzing him headbanging. <laughs> For show and tell today, I brought one of my dad's CDs. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is if he's like, what do you like? He's like, Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> What's a cannibal? What's a corpse? What's a corpus? <laughs> no more sharing time. Go, go sit down, Aiden. We are going to talk to your daddy today. <laughs> Do it. This was a great. This was a great episode. I like talking about music with you guys. That was fun. I I listen to too much music. There's no such thing as too much music. Only if you're listening to country. Hey, fuck you, pal. <laughs> Country's good. Some of it. Most of it. I like big and rich. Oh, they're borderline country. They're a genre mashup. Yeah, but I do like them. They're actually good. I like them. So yeah, I, I, I can I can handle Garth Brooks, but it gets overplayed for me. How? And he I hasn't like, been around for like 20 years. It's like sort of like my, Anthony. I like Johnny Cash, and I like I like some of the old-style country and like the yodeling stuff. I like that stuff and the twangy stuff. So you're, you're a big uh, Hank Williams fan then? Yeah, I like Hank Williams. I also like bluegrass. I like that old-style kind of southern stuff. I, I love that kind of stuff. I grew up with a lot of bluegrass. I See, I like... A good amount of Alan Jackson, but I don't like all of Alan Jackson. Um, we have to close out, but I actually want to end this podcast on a note. Okay. I was a band geek in high school. Didn't you play the tuba? Really? 
I played an instrument like the tuba. I played a euphonium, which is a smaller a smaller instrument like a tuba. It's a brass instrument that's shaped like a tuba, but it's much smaller. It has the same tonal range as a trombone. Oh, wow. Because yeah, I think the first time I ever went to your house, you had one sitting in your living room. Well, I, I play it. I play it like maybe every other day. I practice. I play. I, I bring up YouTube videos and play along with them. You're a good man, Brian. I just I just want to I just want to say I don't you know, we're a nerd podcast and I sometimes ju- practice my juggling while listening to music. And I don't think that's fucking weird. So shut the fuck up, Michael. I never once said it was weird. I just had an image yes, in my you head. Did. You had this whole thing about being walked in on while I'm juggling. And th- you know what? The funny thing is, and I will tell a story. So Kersey Smurf Erica was here for some reason. And um, I was in my room juggling and she heard the music and could hear sounds. And she snuck up on me to see what I was doing. And she goes, oh, I thought I was going to catch you dancing. You're just juggling. <laughs> Which nice. the, the funny thing is, is before the juggling, I shared that sometimes I just dance to music and alone. And you didn't think that was odd, but you thought it was odd that I juggle. Because I dance when I'm alone. It's a skill that takes practice. And, and I get you know, that. I have to practice it sometimes. I know I, I said I, just I feel it. so nerd shamed. I feel so no. nerd shamed. No, this no, 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 no. I would never nerd shame you for juggling because I think juggling is cool. I just was explaining an image I had in my head, and that was it. That was all. No shame here because juggling you know, is, is through throughout my life. My mom has encouraged my nerdy hobby. She has never thought they were weird. Oh, that's the one of only us. time she ever thought it was weird was when she caught me headbanging with headphones on and like singing to myself. She was like, "I just caught you. That's funny." <laughs> so I got I got caught rocking out to to Japanese pop when I was at work one time when I was when I was fresh out of high school. Um, uh, if you really like Japanese pop, listen to Poly Six. They're freaking weird. They're inspired by Devo. Oh, okay. Poly Six. And Ann Cafe. Listen, Ann Cafe. Cute oh, Ann Cafe. I love Ann Cafe. I'm not Boy, doing show notes for this episode listing every band we talked about. There is no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know who uh, who I like. He's like he's border. He's between uh, Japanese pop and Japanese rock. Is uh, Gex. Oh, yeah, Gex pretty good. Yeah, oh, I love his song Blackstone. Oh, that song's so amazing. Do you like baby metal? Yes, of course they're, they're amazing, them. and they were touring with Rob Zombie. People were like giving him shit for it, and he was like firing back, like "fuck you." They try hard. Oh yeah, Rob Zombie is like "fuck you, you lazy sack of shit." These girls are doing way more work than you ever will. It's just sitting there on your fucking couch, trying to shame people. He's like "fuck you guys." And they're oh, fucking. They're awesome. They are metal. I don't care what anybody says those girls are metal. I love how they mash genres up and they do it so randomly. Like it'll just it'll switch to hip hop in the middle of a song and then go to like EDM and then go back to like heavy hardcore thrash. They're a but weird they group. They do it so well. <laughs> you feel like every song you're listening to an album. I know. I want to see them in concert. Uh, I would love to see them in concert. It looks like so much fun. Uh, on on that list, I got Rammstein up there. They put on an amazing show. I'd love to see them live. I heard their shows are bitching. I wanted to see Poly Six live, and I even looked into it, but they don't tour anymore because they broke up. Oh, I got to go see Nightwish, and they actually put on a pretty good show. So Michael put in an awesome show. We're not used to closing out without a wrap up, so I'm gonna want you close us out. What about information? Oh yeah, I need to do that. 
Thank you. We, this is what we get for screwing up our form. Um, <laughs> so, all right, we're about to close out. I just want to mention this is Nerd Podcast Radio. If you want to reach us, you can do this on Facebook at Nerd Podcast Radio. You can also reach us by email at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, anthony.doesn't have an email address at, at, at all.com. That was smooth. And <laughs> you can reach us on Twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at Nerdcast Radio. Please leave reviews on podcast platforms. We appreciate that greatly. So we, we like music, and we're, we're music nerds. I'm not going to pull that punch. We are. We really are. And we listen to some of us not so eclectic, some of us very eclectic, some of us, but all of us, I would say all of us might span most of the spectrum of genres of music. There's some we don't like, and there's, there's, and there's just some songs we don't like. But overall, we really got to see you know, some of the things we, we like to listen to, how we listen to it. And I had a, I had fun doing this today, guys. This is actually good. And I'm glad all three of us got to be here. And I'm glad we got to do the house cleaning for Star Trek, which I there's so much we have to do. We'll do it with part three. It's going to come down the pipe sometime. But overall, today was a really awesome episode. And I was going to say thanks for listening, everybody. All four of you. We have like 300 listeners a week now. I know, but yeah. I'm, trying not, I'm trying to stay humble. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thank you so much for giving us growth that we never expected. Yes. I yes, thank you for for all the people that have come on and listened to our podcast and have found us and thought they li- and decided they liked us. Thank you so much. <laughs> you guys are great. And thank you for our hundreds of plays from Hamburg, Germany. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, it's Hamburg, Germany? Yeah. Nice. Like that. And it's specifically Hamburg. Oh, I that- you know our our tracking analytics for our podcast is is not the best, so it might have been one person that had a problem with their internet connection. <laughs> but I, wanna I want to just imagine. I want this stupid show quit playing. Stop playing, <laughs> I just... piece of shit. I don't want to hear about how Data is a fucking person anymore. I. It, <laughs> it's like some weird hybrid Norwegian Norwegian Netherlands accent living in Hamburg. Michael, what the hell was that? I don't know. (laughs) There goes all those listeners. They (laughs) just offended the shit out of all of them. In a perfect American accent, they're like, fuck you. We don't sound like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No, but thank you, everybody, for listening and, you know, making this project of three friends trying to stay in contact with each other just grow. And I I, I would like to see us grow keep growing. Uh, Not like be like, oh, we're famous, but like. Just have some people listen to us and have us let us talk. Because honestly, honestly, if nobody listened, I think we'd still do this. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, because we're not doing this for anything else besides actually wanting to talk to one another. <laughs> so, but, you know, thanks, everybody, for listening. I've been your host, Special Mikey. Along with me, Hindu Anthony. Bye, everyone. Super Vegan Brian. Shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Say goodbye, Anthony Frank. Get him off. Bye. Don't cut me off. <laughs>